Coming to you from somewhere along the Ohio-West Virginia border, welcome hitchhikers to Nostalgia Highway, the movies you know from the guys you don't, or the no-frills, no-bullshit, bi-weekly movie review podcast, where we won't waste your precious time telling you all the ways we failed as men, or how we could have been better, during the mandated Valentine's Day propaganda machine that Hallmark and the Lifetime Channel insist upon. Thanks, I'm a wife's chocolate. I did too. Does that make us shitty husbands? No, no, it just makes oh. us husbands. As long as you don't need them all. She didn't offer it or anything. I waited till she was yeah, asleep. You did, yeah, you didn't email. All, all right, move along. <clears throat> oh, okay. We're not talking about that. Too much. Too much. Okay. All right, well, let's start this road trip. Am I right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Let's do it. All right. Well, I'm your host, your chauffeur, the Mayor Matt Logston, and joining me for episode 33 out here on the highway are my co-hosts, who would never die of shame if they were lost in the wilderness. I'm Dave King of the Road. Well, I have survived, you know, in the woods, and I am the Lord Ketchum. Yeah, we did. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, what was that, uh, what was it, the Doom in the Woods month? <laughs> Doom in the Woods month, yeah. Yeah, it was episode, what was it, 13, 14 and 15, I think? Was it? It's too soon to recollect those terrible memories. Ah, uh, they weren't all bad. <laughs> I know. There were some good moments. Yeah. <laughs> you guys were faster getting to the car than I was. <laughs> yeah, it happens. All right, well, tonight we are going to review The Edge from 1997. This was written by two-time Oscar nominee David Mamet. It was directed by Lee Tamahori, starring Sir Anthony Hopkins as billionaire Charles Morse. Obviously, he is most notably Hannibal Lecter from Silence of the Lambs, Hannibal and Red Dragon. Alec Baldwin is Bob Green, the seedy photographer with an agenda. <laughs> Beetlejuice, Glengarry and Glenn Ross, The Departed. The Departed. The Departed. The Departed. Is that a Jersey movie? Oh, man, I love that movie. That's a great movie, let me tell you. It's not bad. Uh, yeah, anyways. We have supermodel Elle McPherson as Mickey Morse, Charles's wife, and Harold Perenio as Stephen, Bob's right-hand man slash gopher. He's uh, famous from the Matrix sequels. He was in uh, the Leo DiCaprio, Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, he's uh, Mercutio. Yeah. yeah. He also rides a wheelchair in Oz, the oh, HBO miniseries. Right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's what I first saw him in. Okay. And he was in this one movie with Val Kilmer. He was a prison guard, and uh, it was called Felon. And okay. Stephen Dorff is in it. Uh, really good movie. Kind He's a likable actor. He, yeah. he plays a dick in this movie. Oh, really? Yes. Wow. Very uncharacteristic. He's I've always also, seen him in likable roles. He was in Sons of Anarchy, too. He was oh, a, was he? Yeah, he was a, one of the villains, actually, oh. in one of the seasons. Was so. he a good villain? Yeah, he was awesome. Cool. No, I like him. I mean, he's one of those guys, I mean, I don't want to say he's one of those veteran character actors, but I've seen him in enough things where I'm like, yeah, he's not bad. Yeah. He's a good actor. Yeah. he And he, again, he's good here, too. Yeah. A little clumsy, but... Yeah, yeah he sure... He least sure likely is. to get eaten by a bear, I think. Least? Yeah. Least likely? I yeah. thought he was least likely to get eaten by a bear. Okay. Moving Just on. saying. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and speaking of the bear, and most importantly, this stars Bart the Bear, who was in White Fang, the Homeward Bound movies, and of course, the Great Outdoors, as the iconic bald-headed bear of Clare County, which we reviewed back on episode 13. Yeah, no doubt. I've heard nothing but that he's a good guy on set yeah. and off set. Class Bald the Bear. Yep. He's just bald on both ends. <laughs> yeah. Just in case you guys like this week's intro, and we're wondering where it's from. Our old boy Jerry LaRue from Rat Tail. Jerry. Cut that track for us, and we decided to include Alfie. our intro. Alfie, yeah. Creep. Man. Guys, if he'll, you lick have... your, he'll lick your eyeball. <laughs> <laughs> if you give him a circus peanut, I guarantee it. 
Definitely. Hell yeah. If you guys haven't seen uh, Dirt Candy Productions and their wonderful movies, She Was So Pretty and She Was So Pretty, Be Good For Goodness Sakes, definitely check those out. Absolutely. But they also are part of a band, uh, Rat Tail. These guys are all kind of a team that, you know, they make movies and, you know, they're working on a side project of a they band. Are and it's worthy. Folk. They got Travis Box singing for them. That guy's good, man. Yeah, he is. He's a good front man. Yeah. So if you get a chance to check them out, go see some Rat Tail. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Nice. Well, Charles Morris has money. How much money, you ask? How much money? B. Well, he's got enough money that he's married to a supermodel. He owns his own private plane. All the while, this dude's over the age of 60, mind you. But Charles' billions of dollars won't stand a chance against the perils of the Alaskan wilds, including, but not limited to, a fake bear attack, a cheating trophy wife, a shysty land proprietor, bird strikes, and we'll clue you all in on what that is if you're not familiar with it already. A plane crash... Real bear attacks, a murderous scheme to kill him, all the while being stranded out in the middle of nowhere, cold, hungry, tired, and injured, along with Bob and Steven. But Charles is a spirited and resourceful billionaire. Ain't nobody gonna break his stride, nobody gonna hold him down, oh no, he's got to keep on moving, and move he does. Charles is... Get you something, man. Yeah. <laughs> move on, though. <laughs> in addition to being rich as fuck, Charles is virtually an encyclopedia full of random knowledge. And it's the type of random bullshit that would probably get you deep into the show or get you a win on Jeopardy or who wins uh, or who wants to be a millionaire. And if you ask Janelle, I'm Charles in this regard. No, not even close. No. I've seen you out in the woods. That's a compliment. You're shitty. You, no, I'm talking about the random her. knowledge. <laughs> oh, okay. Knowledge? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah that okay. stuff. All right. Yeah, I could agree with that. Okay. I'm not on his level. You think? I'd love to be. <laughs> but anyway, you guys got me around. <laughs> exactly, and that's why they call you the king. <laughs> but can Charles use his keen intellect to stay alive? And just how close to the edge will he go to survive the rugged Alaskan terrain? And Bob. And Bob, yes. And Barton. And Barton. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. True that. Okay, so this was distributed by 20th Century Fox. It is rated R with a runtime of an hour and 57 minutes. And it debuted at the Toronto International Film Festival on September 6th of 1997 with a full U.S. release on September 26th of 1997. Had an estimated $30 million budget and it made about $7.7 million its opening weekend and grossed $27.8 million in the United States and grossed $43.3 million worldwide. IMDb. This movie what? barely got by, I think. But yeah, uh, yeah, not really uh, much of a success. Uh, I mean, success it, actually, it turned a profit. It turned but profit, but not a bunch. Took a minute. Yeah, but IMDb has this as a six point nine out of ten. There is no meta score for this. I couldn't find one. Hmm. Oddly enough, Rotten Tomatoes has this at sixty three percent with an audience score of seventy percent, and nowhere currently is this streaming. But you can buy or rent it on Amazon Prime for three ninety nine. I say buy it, but it's definitely worth a rent. You could probably buy it like a physical copy of it at Walmart or some some place. Yeah, it's funny. That's honestly, like I think I, I might have like bought that. mine in the five dollar bin yeah, at Walmart yeah. years yeah. ago. You know, this movie wasn't shot in Alaska, right? It wasn't. No. <gasps> <gasps> movie ah. magic. 
1996. Actually. It was uh, mostly filmed in Alberta, Canada, and part of the locations was Banff National Park, which my dad visited last what, December. Really? Oh, cool. Yeah, not man. too long ago. So he was actually at one of the park, the locations. He was. He sent me pictures of. Him. In fact, when I watched the movie, like I recognized the scenery. Like, what have I seen that from? <laughs> and I'm thinking, uh-huh. I'm thinking I've certainly seen it from other movies, obviously, but like. I'm pretty sure I've seen it from his pictures. I need to go back and reference them, actually. But Sweet. Well, that's awesome. Hell and yeah. he got me a t-shirt that's uh, got a bear on it from Banff National Park. Nice. It's got so. Bart the Bear on it? It's not Bart the Bear. It's, uh, it's it a cartoon. It should be Bart. It should be, yeah. Is it a brown bear? Yeah. Kodiak yeah, it's bear. cartoon. Yeah. All right. It's a cartoon shirt. Oh, it's a, it's, okay. a, it's a it's tourist movie. novelty shirt. Right. Oh, okay. It was like, you know, thanks for visiting Banff National Park. And I'm like, well, I'll wear it. Yeah. Nobody will know. Someone I knew went to Banff National Park, and yeah. all I got was this T-shirt. Yeah, it'll be one of those situations. I run into somebody Classic. in the Sam's Club, and they're like, hey, I've been to Banff National Park, too. And I'm like, yeah, it's pretty up there, isn't it? Gorgeous. <laughs> yeah, I loved it. So gorgeous. Because I can't, like, play it like I didn't go right. myself. What are you going to do? That's funny. Yeah, and it was also Edmonton, you know, Alberta, Canada, Thunderstone Quarries, Fortress Ski Resort, and... Alarcom Studios. They shot some of them in British Columbia and Golden and Yohoo National Park. Yohoo? Yohoo? Yoho? Yoho? I don't know. Finished filming it in November of 1996. That's what I know about that. Cool. <laughs> That's actually really cool that your dad was at one of the, yeah. one of the parks. Yeah. That's neat. Lake Louise is somewhere around there. I'm not sure. That's one that he was like, oh, look at these pictures I got of the famous mountain by Lake Louise. I don't hmm. know if it was in that or not. Some of the other titles that were considered for this were Wild, Wilder, The Wild, Into the Wild, Wilderness Now, there's a trend here I'm seeing, Dead Hunt, Deadfall, Edge, On the Edge, Bloody Betrayal, that sounds like a Lifetime movie, Yeah. <laughs> and The Bear Roared, that just sounds like a book. Bloody Betrayal. Bloody Betrayal. Ugh. Let's call it The Edge. Yeah. But one name that was seriously considered, and um, they made a good choice here, they were going to go with Bookworm. Bookworm. Yeah. No. To be honest, I really don't even care for The Edge. To be honest. it's it's. I like it. It's okay. It's but not, like, great, but I like it. Else. I think there's... I don't know what it could be, but it should have been something else. It's better than it's any of these, It's a bland 90s... You know, name, in my opinion. Again, one of the things I like to go back to is when I look at this cover art in the video store. It doesn't wow, yeah. This does not yeah. make me pick it up. I hear you. Another no, you're, you're not wrong there. Yeah. But uh, three months before it was going to be released, the studio, uh, what was it, 20th Century Fox, they felt like they needed a more commercial name, so they went with The Edge. And that was a good choice. Right. Commercial. Yep. That's mm-hmm. Name of the game. That's right. So Hopkins had a brush with death during filming uh, in Alberta. He was suffering from a slipped disc throughout filming. Mm. Taking the taking the pills, Ooh. he was. Oh, yeah. Give him the shot. Thank God he didn't get hooked or anything. You know, <laughs> shit sucks. And ended up incorporating his real pain into the performance. So nice. Bravo, that makes it easy. Bravo to him. You know? Method actor. And you could tell you know, he was hurting. <laughs> As he should have been, you know. I incorporate my real pain into my daily performance, you know, around the house, you know. Oh, yeah? Nice. If I'm asked to go do something, yeah, I got to get up and there's, oh, damn, you know. 
Don't you love it when you do that and you get like an organic pop and it's like really loud and yeah. they're like, oh, what was that? Sympathy. That was my in. back. <laughs> no, 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 I got it. I'll do it, babe. You stay right there. <laughs> Matt yeah. can cue those organic pops up for some reason. Can you? No, I said I can you can. My, I oh. can in my foot. I have a constant crack if I rotate my oh. ankle. It constantly pops, pops, pops. Man. Yeah, but one day uh, during filming, he fell in a river and he didn't uh, feel how cold he was becoming. Mm. So the hypothermia had set in. He had to be rushed to the hospital and be treated. And wow. He recovered. He's fine. It's Anthony Hopkins. Right. He's, right. he's tough. It's Anthony Hopkins. He's moving up the uh, Mortal Kombat leaderboard for old age actors, isn't he? I mean, yeah. yeah. He hasn't been sure. mentioned yet, but he's close to being. He's getting know. there. Yeah. yeah. He's, is he, is he, I think is he's he, 80. Is he? Is he? Oh, okay. I don't know. I feel like he just had a birthday. Did he? I don't I'm going to check it out. I'm going I'm I'm to investigate that. You one. hit the right. Googles. I'm going to investigate that. Well, he was born on uh, New Year's Eve. Oh, so. okay. But of uh, 1937 in Wales. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and uh, Bart the Bear and uh, Hopkins were buddies. I mean, did you guys know that? They were old mates from previous well-known film, Legends of the Fall. Ooh, that's oh. Brad Pitt. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's early Brad Pitt. Yeah. Craig Sheffer, is that the other, I think, maybe? Yeah. I think so. I haven't seen it. You haven't seen Legends of the Fall? No. Ever? No. Oh, man. It's, oh, yeah, it's worthy. It's bad. Get it's in okay. there. Okay. It's not great, though. All right. I, I remember a, there's some love story. And that's kind of what I. It was a period piece, and it was like a kind of a quasi romance, and it just I don't know. It, in the mid '90s, that didn't appeal to me, so yeah. I didn't really give a shit. But but you know. watched The Edge. Yeah. Well, this wasn't a period piece. <laughs> oh, it was yeah. a romantic movie. Touche, sir. Touche. <laughs> anyway, Hopkins had great respect and trust for his fellow actor Bart. Filmed many of his own scenes with the bear. Cool. Bart has roughly four minutes and 37 seconds of total screen time. I mean, it felt like more than that, I guess, watching it. But I don't know. I mean, yeah, it works. Cut just to yeah. his face, you know, visuals of him, yeah. It works. Actually, one of his final acting roles before dying on May 10th of 2000, at the age of 23. I guess that's pretty old for a bear. I suppose. I mean, I'm sure he was taken good care of. I'm sure. Yeah, 23. Jeez. He really sold it. I want to get a pet bear someday once I move out in the wild. You should. Nice. Go off the grid. There you yeah. go. Fuck it, let's have a bear. Yeah. Have My wife's protection. always complaining she wants a dog. I'm like, well, why do we need a dog? We'll get a bear. Get a bear. Yeah. Get a bear, <laughs> take a beer. <laughs> Holding my beer. I'm getting a bear. Let's drink a beer from I'll teach beer. it to drink beer let's... and sit in the passenger seat of the truck. It'll be like my Clyde, you know? <laughs> right turn, Clyde. <laughs> nice. Robert De Niro and Dustin Hoffman were considered for the role of Charles Morse. While Sir Michael Caine, we're getting a lot of sirs here, uh, he actually passed on the role. There are 19 people date left What about right Sir Elton anymore? John? He could have been in this role just right. fine. I could see him out in the wilderness fucking running from a bear. I, I don't... I'll come on, that. come on. Think about it. It's satirical. Get me out. It's satirical, but think ah, about it. Oh, we're making a comedy? Yeah. Ah. I might have bumped my rating up. Queen of the Woods? <laughs> I don't know. What do you guys think of that, though? De Niro, Hoffman, um, that, Charles. That that could have been okay. I wouldn't mind it. Hopkins is a good. Uh, I don't know. Well, like uh, Morse is in this movie, he's a big know-it-all, you know, mm-hmm. in a way. But he, but he does know it all. Yeah, a little bit. 
for the most part. I, okay. I think Hopkins was best suited for this role. I agree. I, choose. I mean, I love De Niro, but I, I'll tell you, I, I don't I don't think I'd like him in this. Really? What about yeah. Hoffman? It's a secondary. Maybe. I think, I don't know, to me. You say maybe? Maybe. Right. maybe. Michael Caine, I could see that. I don't know. But, I, I again, I'm with you, King. I like Hopkins with this. And Harrison Ford, Ray Liotta, Richard Gere, and John Travolta. They John were, Travolta's the only one I could see out of those. Are you shitting me? They were all for considered Bob? for the role of Bob? Yeah, dude. John Travolta? That's the only one I could see, man. Maybe Ray Liotta, but he's secondary to me. I don't know. I could totally see Harrison Ford pulling I can off. see Harrison After Ford. After seeing him in What Lies Beneath, I could. that was the first time I really saw him in a villainous role. And I'm like, man, he wasn't bad. I could see him doing this. I could see Leota doing it, it's but like, I don't know if he's right. This movie doesn't really have like a villain. It's more of a chicken it's, shit role. It's not so much a villain as a chicken shit role. Right. Yeah. And that's where I'm stuck on. I could see Travolta, but not Ford. I don't know. Harrison Ford in the saying. 90s could have pulled this I'm off. Trying to picture it. Ray Leota, I can see. I don't see Richard Gere. I don't know. Yeah, I could see Richard Gere, but I don't know. It, he, I don't know. He's he's a good actor. He just. You ever see The Jackal? It's been a while. That's what Bruce Willis said. Yeah, that's not bad. I can see Richard Gere in a slimy he does role a shitty, like this, He has a shitty-ass yeah. accent in that. Hmm. I think John Travolta could have elevated it, is all I'm saying. I think if I had a pick of somebody who could have done it better than Alec Baldwin, that was where I was going with John Travolta. I just see Travolta hamming it up. Hmm. And, and you can make an Effectively, argument that though, Baldwin hammed it up a little bit, but I, I felt like it was done well. Like, I feel this is one of those movies, this is a pretty, I like this cast as is. I really do. Yeah. I mean, we can, you know, fantasize about who we thought maybe could have been better or just as good or an interesting take, but I, I like I like what we got here. I like this uh, final product. Well, I don't like Alec Baldwin in this movie because he says Charles 87 times. <laughs> it's a bit redundant and it's ridiculous dude I don't know if that was written in like that I don't know um, and if it was Charles. I would have really talked to the director and be like hey let's can we slim this down a little bit can we cut down the Charleses <laughs> it's, oh, I mean if you God. really must play a drinking game to this there's that oh you can't wow. you couldn't yeah, you couldn't no. do it. to the death <laughs> <laughs> You guys, we're getting pretty low on the list of drinking games if we've decided to put the edge in, is my, is my take We're going to play the Charles game. Yeah. What's that? You're going <laughs> to die. You're That's gonna what's going to happen. But you got to go in the woods. <laughs> right. Do this game. It's either this or a vision quest. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, man. Uh, this movie uh, inspired a highly successful television reality show of the same name in Brazil. R- which oh, is okay. so naked and afraid. It's so crazy. No, the edge. It's <laughs> no, called okay. the edge. No, okay, you're not naked. I don't think so. You but you need to survive using well, that... survival techniques similar to the ones you mentioned by Charles Morse. Okay. Man. He had well, that show didn't take off though. I'm saying naked and afraid actually did make fire with ice, dude. Yeah. Uh-huh. What Matt? <laughs> what? You're trying to do an impression, and you fucked up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you fucked it. <laughs> I just... Ah, yeah. Car ramrod. So, King, your buddy, Roger Ebert, 
That's this guy. <laughs> Seriously. We have yeah. to talk about him. Dude. We don't have to, but oh. we are. Right. He actually You're did. doing this out of spite. I know this at this I, point. I'm doing no, this. You are. Go ahead, though. All right, yeah, you're right. <laughs> he uh, he actually gave his three out of four stars, and he claimed the filmmakers, they did well but not going too crazy with the action sequences, as uh, a lot of the other films uh, of the time typically did. But he did go on to criticize the ending by saying, quote, Having successfully negotiated almost its entire 118 minutes, the edge shoots itself in its foot. After the emotionally fraught final moments, just as we are savoring the implications of what just happened, the screen fades to black, and we immediately get a big credit for Bart the Bear. Now, Bart is one hell of a bear. I loved him in the title role of The Bear, but this credit in this place is a spectacularly bad idea. Who gives a fuck what he thinks? That's what I say, too. Fuck him, man. (laughs) Yes or no, have I agreed with this man once since we've started this podcast and you brought him up? He did like Halloween. Let's see. Okay, you know what? I'm not, I, I, if I did agree with him, then I'm retracting that just because I hate him. I'm spiteful towards him. Hashtag fuck that guy. This guy is wrong. He doesn't like it for the right wrong for the right reasons. This guy is a movie critic, and he's wrong 99 out of 100 times, in my opinion. So fuck him. He's a voice of the people. Rest in peace, though. I know he's dead. Is he dead? Yeah, is he he's the dead. One? They're all both sure? dead. They're both dead. Yeah, yeah they're both dead. Moving on. They're the departed. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a different movie. Alright guys, so did the bear prank that they pulled on Charles the first night in the lodge for his birthday party, um, do you think it went a little too far? I do, because I had this same sentiment. This guy's fucking old, dude. Right. I mean, he's not like ancient, but <laughs> no, I mean, but... even still, I mean, that I don't know, that's a little intense. Like, I mean, if you're like, you know, with your fraternity brothers, like, hanging yeah. out, like, just being douchebag dickheads, I mean, yeah, okay. Yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna pull shit like that. All right. I don't know, yeah. I, I feel like it was a little much. It's a little, yeah, over, <laughs> overshot and over-foreshadowing. Yeah. Well, I, I, and to lead to that, what if... <laughs> what if this is Alec Baldwin's first attempt, or Bob's first attempt, to try to kill him? He's like, maybe Ooh, I'll fucking give him a, give a good scare, a maybe a heart attack. attack. Yeah, Dude, I never thought of that. He start this 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 movie started really fast, dude. You know he was trying to kill him immediately. <laughs> I never, dude. That uh, is a yeah. That is valid. I never thought of that. Good call, That's man. A stretch. It's probably no, foresh- uh, it's probably foreshadowing. You know, I mean, it, it is foreshadowing. Sure, but it but, is over the top too, and it makes you notice like this is a overshot attempt to let us know that something like this is <laughs> relevantly coming up. Right. But with that and the mention of the bird strikes early on, this movie does rely on a lot of foreshadowing to many events to come. Yeah. It's kind it of uh, funny, actually. You know, as soon as they mention it, you're just like... Like, well, I'll be on the lookout for that. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah. Wonder what's going to take the plane down here. Hmm. <laughs> <Right. laughs> Operator error? <laughs> Probably. Again, a little over the top, I mean. Yeah. I mean, it serves the story. Old Morris knows uh, somebody is fucking somebody that uh, they shouldn't be fucking. Yeah? You, you can see it from the get-go, you know? Yeah, he. you notice he catches the little peck on the cheek from Bob. He's got his eyes on shit, yeah. This guy's a billionaire, dude. He didn't get become a billionaire by accident, you know? Right. This guy's sharp. Oh, no doubt. It didn't really specify what how he... No, no. Okay, but, I, mean, I didn't think I, so. I figured that's... 
the kind of life he would lead, you know? He didn't miss much. Mm-hmm. So... Especially not him. I mean, with him being as uh, much of an intellect that he is, and then uh, you know, and then he's like, but he plays stri- it all nonchalant, man. Yeah, he's you very know? low key, and I like, and it's the whole thing, like with a conversation in the uh, airplane where he just like, so how do you plan on killing me, Bob? Yeah, <laughs> and you're just kind of like, what? Right out the, the fuck? Gate. And then bird strike, bird strike. Which, if you Didn't don't know, that, that is where a uh, shit ton of birds get. You fly, run into fly, them. fly into the path of the uh, and aircraft. They, uh, they block up the engines and they lock up and uh, well, you Break crash. Shields and pilot dies. He should be like, well, uh, just so happens, Charles, that I've trained some pigeons and <laughs> some seagulls and shit to attack this plane. Well, now was, you this know. A, was this another attempt? <laughs> yeah, Charles' is life this by is Bob. A second attempt. <laughs> attempt number two. That would be amazing. <laughs> yes. No, uh, that is a stretch. Yeah, but I love it. Not according to the other stretches we've had. Oh, man, that's funny. That is uh, funny as hell, man. But after that plane crash, you start you, you see Charles's book, uh, Lost in the Woods. It starts floating to the bottom of the lake. Yeah, yeah. And you're just kind of hoping that he, he read this read all, fun, He read the whole fucking book, man. <laughs> you really are because, like, you just you get the feeling – if they're going to get out of this situation, it's going to be because of him. Yep. You know? Yeah. Oh, definitely, dude. I had a, the uh, one guy's a freaking photographer for models no and shit. Yeah, yeah. And the other one is the assistant to the photographer. <laughs> no way he's the He's first not one even to go. an assistant photographer. He's assistant to the photographer. Right. I have one That's of these uh, scholastic fair books you get from grade school that was survival type guy yeah. thing. And, it, yeah. you know, it was a fun read. Like, yeah, there's some. There's some valuable information in there that I've probably forgotten 90% of, but, right. you know, as a child, I found that fascinating. Those had, are the type of books I would have been attracted to yeah. when I was a young kid. It had the little illustrations, and, you know. Right. It was a fun read. The how-to. Right. Yep. I had my Boy Scout book. Yeah. I was prepared all the time. Either y'all had the uh, Anarchist Cookbook? I've read it. Ah. <laughs> I know a guy who knows a guy who knows a guy. I've read uh, How to Survive a Zombie Apocalypse. Ah. I'm ready for that. I did have a physical copy in my possession for a short amount of time of the Anarchist Cookbook. How (laughs) dare you. I didn't act upon anything in that. No. (laughs) Hope not. It's a decent read. It's for research. Yeah. It's for science. (laughs) You notice Hopkins has a beard continuity issue in the fishing sequence when the bear sneaks up on him? I did. Yeah, it's noticeable. And I was kind I didn't of really pay attention. I was kind of wondering, and I didn't pick up on it until this rewatch. Mm-hmm. I was kind of wondering when I first saw it, was this like, oh, so these guys have been out here for a minute <laughs> and we just had a time lapse and we're going to, oh, no. We just, yeah. Yeah, I don't air. think it, it's not done like, you know. Day by day by day. I think it's something that's, mm-hmm. you know, maybe five days, six days at a time. I know? noticed but a significant, you know, increase in his uh, beard. And and that's well, when I actually kind of, I had to backtrack a little bit. I rewound just a little bit to see where that transition happened. Yeah. Because it was noticeable enough that it was more than like a day's worth of growth. Yes. Okay, so I was like, <laughs> when I backtracked, that's when I saw this scene and it caught me that, oh, he's got it. Oh, no, he doesn't. Nope, he's got it again. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And it goes back to being, yeah, yeah. I, I did pick up on that. 
Yeah, I hate that. That's a. It's like really shit guys, bothers you guys. I mean, it doesn't bother me. It's it didn't bother me, but it made me want to. Unless they're completely shaved, and then all of a sudden they got a fucking beard, and then the next scene they're shaved, and it's fucking two weeks later. You know, it was more than a day's <laughs> worth of growth. It, it was yeah, noticeable it, to it me. Was. Right on. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. I agree. Well, would either of you guys get tired of Morse's um, "I know it all" attitude? You guys never I mean, get tired of mine. Well, this is true. we know you're not right a lot of times. So. <laughs> we yeah, just we just let you say it. You, you just know? don't publicly out me. I get <laughs> no, it. All right, no. I get it. We're we like, have respect. We're like, oh, okay, Dave. <laughs> no, this guy, this guy, full of himself. <laughs> yeah, Dave. Good job, buddy. <laughs> I appreciate it. You guys are good friends. You know? I, gotta, I gotta give you. I gotta give you nine point five out of tens no. on that. Nice. No. Nothing spiteful about yeah. that. <laughs> no, but I, I I would get tired of it a little bit, but I would respect his words as well. You know, because obviously he is the man with the plan. Here, if it's working. Yeah. I'm all in. Right. And it kind of starts off, he kind of gets off to a sputtering start with yeah. when he's trying to make the compass. You know, he's like, right. oh, well, maybe, you know, the buckle threw it off. And, oh, yeah, your credibility just kind of went to shit here at that point. See, I know a different way to find out which way is north, south, east, and west. By okay. a compass. Damn, what if you don't have a compass? Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. So moss <laughs> only grows that. on the uh, north side of a tree. What yeah, but some moss on this tree was fake anyway. What? Well, yeah, I read that on the Google's. Well, well there's no moss. You'll find some. You just gotta find some. Then you right. can go off that. Why is yeah. that? Uh, it's because I think I'm not sure. Science. That's why. It's because of science. <laughs> Same reason. No, it's weird because I. Yeah, it's because my the side of my house, when the, the north side of it gets uh. Like algae and shit, you know, hmm. on it and everything. I got to power wash my that side of my house more often than the other sides. Fair enough. So, you but just, it does grow on it. But it you does just grow on the, me into something I didn't realize because yeah. the left side of my house has got the yeah the need north for side. pressure washing more than the right side of my. I guarantee house. you that's the north side. <laughs> it is. It's so then you can go. You say so you can go south from there. Oh my god! So there you go. I, can, I I can do it without yeah, a that's... without a needle and silk. Knowledge dropped. I Boom. just realized I don't know it all. That's <laughs> what <laughs> <laughs> got me. Nice. I don't nice. know much. I learned something about myself today. Yeah. <laughs> moss <laughs> equals north. That's right. North equals moss. Unreal. And if moss is on both sides of the tree, the one that's more predominant. Right. Ah. <clears throat> this this all makes sense to me now. There you go. Now, now go get fucking lost. I'm gonna tell my wife that shit tomorrow. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, you know why there's uh, more need for pressure washing on this side of the house? It's because it's facing north, and I figured that out on my own. Just so you know, because that's what I'll tell. Sure, until she listens to this episode. Yeah, <laughs> it's awesome. It's so funny. I really love Charles. I'm gonna call it a halftime speech to Bob about killing the bear. What one man can do, another can do. And he's just like, make it, like, say it, say it again. I mean, he's just like getting them ramped up. Dude, I Dude. love that. And then he kind of goes all like Ahab slash Quint when they're luring the yeah. bear in for the kill, man. Like, this mm. is a cool scene. It's intense. I like it. Well, you got to get him all pumped up, dude. He's he's suffered a big loss when you lost uh, old Steven. boy. Yeah, Steven. Mm. 
which is brutal. Yeah, that was out of nowhere. Um, yeah, <laughs> the yeah. Ambush. Right. Who who hangs up a bloody rag when Steve. you know <laughs> when Morse told him to get rid of it? Come on, another fuck up. Yeah, fucking Bob. I still say Stephen could outrun these two in a pinch. Yeah. You think Roll so? Push, yeah, he just got caught, man. I don't know. Yeah, well, and he's injured he at that point. Stabbed himself yeah. in the leg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah pulled yeah. a clumsy bone, ass boner moment. And <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, oh. that checks out. I kind of forgot that. Oh, it's ridiculous, dude. I mean, it, it is funny because while <laughs> they're doing that, they're they're Anthony Hopkins is giving like another little monologue speech and shit. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, we're gonna walk out of here, you know, and you know, everybody's gonna be okay and shit. And then two minutes later, he, he's like, throws him the wood, and he's like, make a spear out of this, and, you know, make yourself useful. All right. <laughs> Got check, motherfucker. Literally two minutes later, you know. Well, maybe not, you know, not for you, Stephen. <laughs> yeah. Since you cut your fucking leg, you know. Almost hit your femoral it's artery. It's ridiculous, man. He's, he's like, what have I done? He was doomed from the get go, dude. He yeah. Was, you know. Yeah. But it was pretty surprising. If I was a betting man, yeah. and if I yeah. wasn't paying attention to the, uh, you know, the billing and the cast. Right. Yeah. I know one and <laughs> He's two still supersedes out. four. <laughs> right. <laughs> this is kind of relevant. I had this talk with my son, who likes to try and uh, think two steps ahead of me all the time. And I said, son, I've had 40 years experience doing these things, and you're just experiencing them for the first or second time. Uh, you have every right to experience things for yourself, but you can always have a better experience if you take advice from someone who's been there a few go-rounds. I related back to this conversation as I witnessed Hopkins outthink these young whizbangers at every exchange. I mean, yeah, he. I mean, this is, he's, this he is a case of, of you know um, experience seniority. Yeah, he is the smartest guy yeah. in a room. Yeah. Yes, he's, absolutely, he's, he's the wise wizard. They set it up nicely. And I try to tell my kids I'm the wise wizard, and they just (laughs) look at me like I'm the wise ass. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Their mom sets that up on the tee for them, though. I mean, yeah, dad's a wise ass. Well, at least they don't look at you like you're like a rack of yard tools as Sears. (laughs) That's fair. (laughs) I mean, why can't they connect? They do look at me. (laughs) (laughs) They do look at me like they're made, though. That gets old. Oh, man. Okay, so you're Charles, and Bob just admitted to you that he has been fucking around with your gold-digging trophy wife and is ready to shoot you in the back, no less, okay? He falls into the deadfall. He's injured. Mortally injured. Yeah, yeah. Do you show the compassion that Charles displayed, or do you take him out right then and there, or do you just leave him? What do you do? After everything he's done? After all the shit that has happened. Mm. Yeah. Be a tough one. Be a tough yeah. one. He'd be begging for it, you know, to help him and everything, but... Does he, does he know how to make a moral compass? <laughs> Probably not. Probably <laughs> Dude, not. Dude, that's a tough one. This is a tough one. I mean, this guy's been trying to kill him since the birthday party. It's Maybe. <laughs> Yeah, that's, a, that's, a, that's an exciting revelation <laughs> on me that I never thought. And I was like, wow, that's, that, I like that. You and the seagulls. Yeah, yeah. and the seagulls. It's yeah. ridiculous, man. Fucking bird strike, man. Um, You know, I, it'd be hard, but I think I would try to. 
How hard would you try? Probably not too 50? hard. 50? Yeah. 40? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> sure. Uh, I'd try. I, I would try enough. Kind of try. I would try enough to where my self, my, my conscience would be You'd okay. Say, I tried. Right. <laughs> that level. Whatever that fucking level is, that's where I'd be at. <laughs> oh. I guess... I mean, dude, the guy's been fucking my wife, dude. I mean... A lot. Yeah. so... I mean, he got you know. a watch out of it. Yeah, he did. I'm gonna be 100% honest with you guys, and you know I'm spiteful. But, I mean, yeah, this is this is a spiteful thing, and, and that's right up my alley. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd drag him out of the hole and... You'd save him? Yeah, but I'd, do, I'd probably be a little more of a sarcastic prick about it than Hopkins. I mean, you know, Hopkins is pretty, you know, chill with him, and respectful beyond, you know, what he deserves. And I think, yeah, I'd be a little snarky about shit. <laughs> yeah, motherfucker, I'm going to take you back. I'm going to take you back to, you know. When you're somebody, you know, that of that age, married to somebody of that age, yeah. you got to kind of expect it, you know, I guess. And he did. So, it's the right maybe. move for this movie. What do you think? You'd let him. You'd I, let think him I, let, I think I think I leave him there. Really? Because I I read something where there was an uh, where someone was trying to argue that Charles intentionally led him to the deadfall. Because if you're paying attention when they first arrive, he's kind of like checking shit out as he yeah, does, yeah, he saw and it. he saw that there's a deadfall. Did you guys pick up on that? Do you yeah. think he led him to that on purpose, or did it just happen? Well, and I mean, Charles was more aware, and he was like, "Well, okay, fall, motherfucker." Because he had the gun pointed at him and everything. Uh, yeah, in the back. I got to stress I can't, that. I can't remember. Yeah, because yeah. he was back. walking backwards. Yeah, so I think and that was drunk. absolutely intentional. You do? Yeah. You think Charles did that on purpose? Yep. So he had remorse. He was. So he. So Morse had a, had remorse. Mm. Mm. There you go. That's deep. That is deep. That's a deep cut. Oh, shit. Deep cut. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, for Could me... Uh, you let him rot, huh? I don't I don't know if Charles intentionally led him there. Because I just... To me, that doesn't fit him as a character, in my opinion. He doesn't have that vengeful streak, I don't think. But he's survival mode, man. He's survival it. mode all the way, He's, and that's the survival mode. I, I get it. I get that. I don't know. That's that's interesting. But for me personally, given all the circumstances, you get what you deserve. Cutting the rope. Yep. Peace out, homie. Fuck you, buddy. Yep. <laughs> right on, dude. Yeah, I, I, I would try. I don't know. Enough. I say that, but I mean, who knows what I would do? Bob is such a pussy, though. I mean, you want him to die by his own fuck up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he does, so. Pretty much. Maybe. Well, leads, leads to it. Right. No, I have no doubt that he's not going to make it back home because it's it's too good a setup from this movie. You know, the finishes, the, the writing's on the wall. Right. Yeah, when you realize he's going to save him, he's not going to make it back because, yeah, there's this whole psychological undertone that he's going to lay on his wife that he knows... Yeah, that's way more powerful than them actually playing it out, you know. So, yeah, I kind of foreseen it being that way. Yeah. I love, I mean, kind of jumping ahead, but I love how when Charles gets back, 
he gives Mickey, his wife, Bob's watch. Yeah, it's kind of like, that's where, it's like, I know what you've been I doing, you know. trifling bitch. It's the payoff. I mean, yeah. it's this movie's payoff. <laughs> and she knows. She's kind of like, mm. And she knows he's dead, too. Yep. That's right. And like, in her mind's got to be racing. Like, Did you just Did whack you kill him? him? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whack yeah. Him that's, that's definitely a thought. <laughs> One thing I will give Bob credit for. He did tell Charles that Mickey had nothing to do with it as far as like trying to kill him right to me I don't know that may be inconsequential but I don't know to me I think that's a vital piece of information if I'm Charles I want to know that you know right do you think Bob was trying to kill Charles from the get go I mean like I'll be honest with you you're kind of making me think maybe he was where originally I wasn't I mean, I wouldn't. I'm not. I'm just throwing out that birthday party bullshit. But I'm, but in all honesty, do you think? I mean, he was leading him out into the wilderness to kill him. Possibly because, but here's the thing, and this is the way I remember it. And obviously, I could be wrong on this. But yeah. when the opportunity comes, yes, he you know he was going to take it no matter what. So yeah, it kind of feels like that's what. But yeah, wasn't okay. Mickey his wife? Wasn't she the one that said, "Oh, go get some fresh air"? And then he was just kind of like, and then Alec Baldwin was like, "Well, yeah, just come on." Was that the way it went? Well, the, or? At that point, it makes me think that she's in on it. Could be. <laughs> that's possible too. And Bob's just a piece of shit. And yeah, we didn't even really consider that. Hmm. So now I'm thinking she's in on it. Possibly. That bitch. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Hitchhikers? Yeah. This required discussion to figure out, because, yeah, I don't think anybody really? thought of that. They, and I don't know. They, they, don't delve, they don't delve into it yeah. at all. Yeah, they so. kind of leave it very open-ended yeah. now, especially with the plugs that you guys have interjected. I don't, oh, man, now I don't even... i got to watch a fucking movie again, because <laughs> I don't know. I need to find a tell. Right on. Good shit. Okay, but one thing I want to talk about is Bob's last moments, right? They're they're laying, they're laying out there. The helicopter's coming. Charles is signaling, signaling to it. Bob goes to lean over, and then it cuts away, right? Yeah, right. And, you know, we end up going back, and we get the reveal that Bob has died. But something I noticed in that shot where Bob was leaning off to the rifle was leaned up there. The rifle was leaned up there. And that direction he was leaning towards. Okay. I didn't see mm-hmm. that. No, I understand. Was this motherfucker trying to kill him again? Dude, like, I mean, there you go. Right? <laughs> this guy had a fucking... He just ran out of gas? He had a hard on to fucking kill Charles, man. He wanted that money. Or at least he, Mickey at that point. You he know. lets Charles know that he's dying. I mean, before it happens. I mean, he's like, he does. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and spill yeah, my beans. Yeah, but if he can kill him here, right? Mickey gets Mickey gets some money. It's I don't possible. know. Yeah, I mean, it's billions, dude. It's not millions. Billions, billions, billions with billions. a B. Billions. <laughs> billions. You have to put your hands outward as you say it. Billions. Yeah, you're right. I just did it. You're right. So, what do you guys think? I mean, was he trying to kill him again? I mean, yes, sure. no. I mean, I could buy it. Now that you reveal that to me, yeah, I mean, sure. Okay, I'm going to fucking say yes. Okay, all the signs point toward it. You know, Bob's a dick. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that checks okay. out. Okay, even after he saved him. Yeah, but he knows. I guess he knows he's going to die anyway. It may or may not have confessed all. Right. Who knows? Because <sighs> it's Bob. Right. Fucking Bob. What all right. Douche. Anyways, <laughs> proceed. <laughs> So how do you guys honestly uh, feel about 
your chances of making it out in the wilderness. Like yeah. their exact circumstances. Yeah. Yeah. I I hope I'm not Steven. <laughs> well, I'm gonna tell yeah. you the fucking bear <laughs> sure. the bear moves a hell of a lot faster in real life than what it does in that movie. Yeah, there's no yeah. way they're outrunning a bear. There's yeah. no way. Yeah. I had they with they that. would have had to have a huge head start. Huge. Huge. Yeah, I um, agree. Bart the bear kicked ass, dude, in this, yeah, in this movie, dude. Couldn't he was convince menacing. me that that was a nice dude, bear in real life. He did much better job um, portraying what a bear should act like yeah. well, compared to like this in Great Outdoors. Yeah, shit, well, you know? Great Outdoors. I mean, That's he, was a comedy. So, he was young. Yeah. He was right. young, you know, and he was, he just was getting young. into business. You know, he, he didn't have his feet under him yet. Here's the thing. I mean, this bear. He wasn't fact, quite a contender yet. <laughs> you know, this, yes. His bear attack scene is is maybe you know better with practical effects and realistic shots than what the Revenant was with Leonardo DiCaprio, which was you know brutal. But yeah, it was yes. Man, I like practical effects sh- over CGI all day. All day. Amen. To you that. know that's a CGI bear. It looks good. You're like, wow, they did a good job. They but did. I can they tell did. it's CGI. Yeah. And this one, yeah, I can tell that's a it moves real a fast. straw dummy, but. Real quick cuts. Yeah, yeah they yeah, do it right. Flashes, yeah. Right. No, I agree. Yeah. yeah, huge credit to Lee Tamahori there, you know, making that happen the way he did. Because it's, it's, it's good. It's convincing. I mean, you believe Hopkins and Baldwin are in peril. Mm. Right. You know, it's solid. So take out the bear. Take out all that shit. Do you think you could just survive in that kind of wilderness? And you survive have, how long? Uh, like two weeks. Look, I watch a lot of Naked and Afraid, and I, I have I think so. Yeah, I've been yeah. in situations where I feel like eh, I could probably hang with those guys. I, I could see myself like being be like, naked. you know what? This is kind of like a vacation. <laughs> okay, okay. Now let's throw in a bear. <laughs> that that uh... is that has got <clears throat> that has a thirst for blood mm. and is hunting your ass down. He's a man eater. He is a man eater. Mm. He's a man eater. Right. <laughs> You guys aren't aren't interested in throwing in the naked and afraid element. Naked with a bear. Joking. I don't. I don't want to be naked. Okay. Well, no, be, nobody I wants to be naked, well, Matt. It's, it's fucking cold, man. I don't want to subject <laughs> the bear to that. <laughs> it answer. might just scare him away. Right. <laughs> it might give me an. You might advantage. lift. <laughs> <laughs> I kicked his ass. I was naked. He didn't want any of that. Crazy. I don't want no part of that shit. <laughs> yep. So, no, do you guys think you could survive a hungry-ass man-eating bear? Well, I think if the three of us were able to survive, uh, inbred uh, Gemini twins and the Blair Witch, I think think so, yes. Okay, right on. I think the three of us united, yes, (laughs) I think we could. Us stand strong, ape. I was pretty proud of us then, yeah. (laughs) Stand strong. Yeah, I was proud of you. (laughs) You. Yeah, man. Yo. Cardio went out the window, but uh, Adrenaline Rush came in hey. in its place. <laughs> Did what you had to do. <laughs> That's how I get paid. Word. But yeah, uh, I just want to say again, you know, Bart, the bear, He, he this is his uh, piece de resistance, you know. He right. really kicked ass in this role. Yeah. Sucks that he died mm-hmm. shortly afterwards, but man... Nobody, nobody could have pulled that role off, man. I really, I nobody, no bear 
other than him could have pulled that shit off. I agree. There's it's been great. no bear since Bart the Bear. That's right. Here, here. Damn it. Yeah. Cheers to Bart the Bear, motherfucker. Bart the Bear, big ups. Dude, he was a fucking bulldozer when yeah. that first encounter, you know, when they're when he's busting through all those trees and stuff, mm-hmm. man, that is uh, that's that cool. is super super scary, dude. That is cool. You're um, just like Oh, oh shit. Shit. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Fuck. And you can't run fast enough. You just can't, you know. Uh, the moral I got from this story is why is the rabbit unafraid? Because <laughs> he's smarter than the panther. Yep. That's Anthony Hopkins' line at the end, and I feel like that fits this movie perfect. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, it's quite it's quite beautiful. Yeah. I think the moral of the story is never feel sorry for a man who owns a plane. Fair enough. Well, guys, you you're both wrong because the moral of the story is uh, knowledge is power. And, yeah, uh, true. You don't be fucking around on another man's wife. It's bad, <laughs> bad, bad karma. Hashtag facts. So, yeah, good um, call. Good call. Shouldn't be doing any of that. All of that's the moral of the story. All of it. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Collective. <laughs> so I got a question for you guys. Charles is obviously done with Mickey at the end, correct? I don't know. I don't know. I feel like it's known before they get off the, you know... Off the shore there. I don't know. He's got to let her he go. Know, he he's knows. Gotta, he's he's got done to. with her. But when fucking Alec Baldwin's in that pit, man, it's over. I'm I'm bringing you back <laughs> as a fucking spiteful. He's going to give her some severance. <laughs> you know, she'll be comfortable. But she's out the dough. Oh, for yeah. sure, dude. And, he, and if he doesn't, he's a fool. Because she's going to be fucking around. Yeah, but when you're a billionaire, you can afford to be a fool. You can afford to find another person. You cannot afford to be a fool. No. Absolutely not. (laughs) I don't know. For whatever reason, I could see Charles being the person that he is, as, as he's portrayed at least. Trying to fix this? Yeah. Work it out. He did love her. He said it, and he's like, "I do yeah. love her." So, I don't know. I don't I, think there's no there's no redemption for that man. I mean, if I'm I mean if I'm really <laughs> if I'm if I'm ready to leave Bob in the fucking deadfall, I mean I'm ready to leave her if I'm right. Charles. So. Right. Okay. But Anthony Hopkins is Charles. I, I don't know. I could see him trying to make shit work out. He's a fixer. Her. I get it. He's a fixer. Yeah, but he might have been trying to kill Bob. When you put him in that deadfall, you know, first. Yeah, that's a possibility so. because, like I said, I've read up where, you know, he was the one that led him there on purpose. Mm. Hmm. Mm-mm. Gotta watch it again. Yep. All right, guys. Well, we have anything else we want to add on here before we go to the wrap-ups and uh, ratings? No, man. No. It's a good spot to end. Mm-hmm. Okie doke. All right. So, The Edge. This movie, my parents first introduced me to it. They bought it on DVD, and I, ne- I never saw it in theaters or anything like that. Um, I guess it was just as at that age where I really didn't care about these kind of movies at the time and shit. It's still a really good movie. It is slow at times. I wanted to, but once that action starts, mm-hmm. dude, it's on. And Bart the Bear really sells it. He does phenomenal, phenomenal job. Like I said, he's a tank running through those woods. Yeah. And I don't know. I, I can't believe they were able to capture that. You know, it's, it's 
It's freaking it's freaking it looks sweet, awesome. dude. You know, it looks, it looks great. Yeah. You know? Um, I I think they could have casted a little bit better the Bob character. To be honest, Alec Baldwin, he's okay in this role, but I mean, he has he's played he has played the scummy douchebag who cheats on women and all that shit right. in the past and everything. So in that instance, it's, it's, it's a safe it. it's a safe pick, you know, <laughs> yeah. for this movie and shit. Um, but Anthony Hopkins knocked it out of the park, dude. He did, he's a billionaire who doesn't quite show off being a billionaire minus you know flying in on a plane and all that shit of course you know but he's humble yeah he's humble yeah, yeah he exactly. is exactly you know oddly so. enough yeah with a lot of knowledge it's great um this movie has a really cool the ending scene with the bear and everything that is such a badass impalement and it's such a cool way to kill him because it's old school style way to take down a bear but uh yeah this has that that impalement scene is super super killer that whole um, sequence is awesome yeah i love it and to boot man anthony hopkins saying motherfucker yeah <laughs> is it's just a little nice cherry on top mm-hmm. and it gives me a uh a half a star bump up actually and the way he yeah, says it like so cool, he's got you know he's got some charisma behind yeah, like, i'm gonna kill the motherfucker yeah dude it's yeah, totally like it. great yeah man. hell yeah so that gives me a half-star bump. Um, with nice. that being said, it's a 7.5 for me, guys. I do enjoy this movie. It has nice. it has rewatchability. Awesome. 7.5. There you go. Well, I have to uh, take a lower road on this one. Uh-oh. Because, guys, this movie took way too long for me to get hooked. I felt like a lot of the acting from Baldwin and... Well, this isn't going to get the NHP stamp. Yeah, I apologize. <laughs> well, I won't get it with my rating shit. Never. <laughs> it's mostly Baldwin. I really don't have any qualms with uh, Hopkins in this. But so you don't like Baldwin as well? No, it's I felt it really cheapens it cheapens the movie for me. Him being in that position, uh, I don't know. Huh. He felt like a very second-rate actor in this to me, and that's why I said I'd like to see John Travolta take that spot because I feel like he could have elevated this movie, but. Hmm. Yeah, to me, it just took it took clear up until you know Bob is basically uh, in the the deadfall. So I was really, really like feeling okay. I mean, well, when he pulled the gun, that's when it got interesting. The cabin scene. Yeah, after he takes some drinks and you know, and you, you get tense. the reveal from the note. I uh, yeah yeah from the receipt. No, I like that's a good gets, scene. That's a really good scene. Yeah, that's when I was hooked in the movie. Before that, I'm I'm waiting. I'm just like stammering along. Like it, it just didn't feel like a superior movie to me. It felt like a B movie up until that point. But that B a B movie yeah, to that uh, point. Yes, what? absolutely. Yep. Wow. That's where okay. I feel that movie Fair, okay. ends. Okay. Quick question: If you guys um, were lost in the woods and everything, would you? Um, and you found a shelter like that, yeah. and it had all kinds of supplies. If and it had whiskey, there, would, would you, I be drinking? Would it? You yeah. Be having, would you take partake? <laughs> Damn right. Yeah. Right on. Nobody yeah. ran out to stop me. Yeah. Right. I mean, I might have wiped. I'd leave some. A little I'd bit. leave some there. I wouldn't take it all, but yeah, because I mean, you're probably starving to death. Man, yeah. So it's been a week, boys. Yeah. I'm going to eat some food. And, sorry. Yeah. I'll it? leave an IOU. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a billionaire. <laughs> But I'll anyway, if I'd have found that bottle of whiskey, I've been sneaking around you motherfuckers like, I don't want them to know I found this. <laughs> I can smell it on you. Give me, <laughs> give me shot. Up. How'd you get fucked up, King? 
Ah, sniffing the the, flowers and something. It's the delirium from the woods and tired. It's the elevation. Tired, boss. It's the elevation. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry Um, to interrupt your radio. But no, that's fair. Uh, This just this just ain't my kind of movie. I, I like I like wilderness adventure type movies, but I just felt like this dragged so long to get to a point where I felt connected to it. Longer and than The Devil's Advocate? It's not that the movie's too long, it's that it just takes too long in the movie for me to get hooked into okay, it. Okay, right on. Okay. I, I get that. Okay. I was feeling like if I wasn't being forced to watch this movie, I would have turned it off before I got to that point. But, yeah, it's the first time I've seen it. You guys recommended it. Oh, wow. And, it, yeah, it never, again, <laughs> when I saw it in the video store, this uh, cover art <laughs> right. didn't connect with me. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's the very, actors very interest me yeah, enough. Yeah. And I just wasn't interested in it. So, I'm at a 5.5 on this movie. Hmm. And okay. I think, Five. you know, if I was to grade the first three quarters before that rating, it would have been a lot lower than that. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The last, yeah. the last, Tough crowd. Uh, the Look finale the sold me on, you know, giving it a five point five. Okay. Good ending. Cool. All right. And there is some stuff in here that you know you'll catch if you rewatch. You know, we're discussing it. <laughs> yeah. So would you ever rewatch it? Yeah, I kind of yeah, feel like this is I a feel fringe. like I hate to say it, but yeah. <laughs> Okay. Because of some of the discussions we've had here, yeah, this has got some stuff in it that I didn't catch that we brought up. So well, that's cool, and that makes it a little bit interesting to see it, you know, a second time around for that reason alone. Cool, so, yeah, All right. good deal, respect. <laughs> I didn't get to this one until about five or six years after it was released because around the time when this came out, I really didn't have much of an interest in the survival movie with Hannibal Lecter and Adam Maitland in it. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, I I did end up watching this for the first time ever over at a friend's house, <clears throat> and I was fully prepared to really not dig what I was going to be exposed to, but simply put, I was wrong. And I've been a fan of this movie ever since that watch. Yeah. This is, this is my favorite non-Hannibal Lecter role from Anthony Hopkins, without question. I really like Charles Morse. I like this character. I really do. I want to... Magic. That's a fun movie. That's a runner-up. Yeah. That's a runner-up. Yeah. Yeah. Good. That's a good mention there. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, he's this modest, slightly neurotic, extremely intelligent, yet possessive, paranoid, billionaire type. It's an interesting combination there. To disagree with you guys, I think Alec Baldwin is perfect as this arrogant prick. Mm. I think he's great for this. I mean, in... He's a safe pick. I get what you're you're saying. saying. I mean, I think you could have done better, but I mean, there's nothing wrong with this. That's why I'm saying. That's why it's safe. But they should have... I don't think he was Pushed wrong for this. Maybe it's just the writing. And it yeah, doesn't matter who, who was going to be in it. I've seen him in stuff where I liked him better. It's not that it's, you're supposed to like him, but he's uh, he just feels amateur in this. He feels like this is, this is a sophomore outing, and it's really not. Okay, so let's make this argument, because he is a photographer. Yeah, photographer. 
he is in the wilderness stranded. He is completely out of his element. I mean, would this not be accurate behavior? Very just... Out of, I like, I don't know childish. what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah, childish, yeah. very selfish, self-absorbed. I don't know. Just for the sake of argument, would that not fall in line there, maybe? It's Alec Baldwin. <laughs> <laughs> right. And it's like, you know, we've kind of figured out that, like, you know, he probably didn't have to really act too much for this role. Right. Yeah. But, no, I I thought I thought he was good here as Bob. He might have mailed it in a little bit. Yeah. I don't know. Like I said, man, it. They should, I think they, they, they might have... I just feel like something this, this role was out of character for him a little else. bit. I mean, it's not, but it is. It's like it's, it's like it's it's who he is actually, <laughs> but he kind of plays a character version of who he is actually, which doesn't really hundred percent connect with me. I don't know. He's okay. really good in the action sequences and you know the um, hatred of Hawkins and shit. But other than that, he's mediocre. At best, you know, I think especially like in own. the cabin and everything like that, and right at the beginning, you know, you want to hate him and shit. It, it, it's, oh yeah, he it's, makes it, it easy. It's, it's it's just a basic '90s acting job, in my opinion. Nothing to write home about. Hmm. Interesting. I think just my opinion. No, your opinion's fair. I really enjoy the animosities that exist between Charles and Bob while they're stranded out here in the wilderness with the killer bears stalking them. Um. And to me, I think this kind of speaks out on the uh, on-screen chemistry between Alec Baldwin and Anthony Hopkins. I'm totally differing on you guys with this. I I like this. I I think this is a nice pairing. Actually, when you put it in those terms, the chemistry is the reason I don't think it works. I don't think they have good chemistry together. Hmm. That's where I'm actually, that's the words I've been looking for. I don't feel like Alec Baldwin and Anthony Hopkins have good chemistry in this, but so they're strongly differing. Interesting. But for me, it's that interpersonal conflict that fuels this movie. And obviously, it doesn't hurt that there's a killer bear in pursuit as well. You get a top-notch score from 17-time Oscar nominee Jerry Goldsmith here. Yes, he does. I love this score. I really... The score elevates this movie to me. To me, it ups the ante. Yeah, the action sequence scores where it's at. Yes. It fits. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think it pairs perfectly with the atmosphere and the scenery. To me, it gives the perfect ambiance of this vast and beautiful landscape that also harbors this ever-present and lurking danger. Um, And I just have to comment on this lodge that they were staying at. I would love to stay at this lodge. Oh my god, I would love to stay a week there. Just absolutely breathtaking scenery. I don't know if I'd fly in. Unless you had to. Well, I mean, from what it sounded like, they had to. Right. For as isolated as it was. But, man, that play, that was primo. Love. You don't have to fly into uh, Banff, Canada, under the National Park. You do? You don't, no. Oh, you, oh, you take okay. a bus, okay. that's what my dad did. Oh, okay. But this is Alaska. Right, right. Okay. I'm just talking shit. <laughs> I recall a review about this when it first came out that they uh, it was basically they were saying that it was Jaws in the Woods more or less was it Roger Ebert? no <laughs> I, I don't know who said it but and, and I can I can see that to an extent I, I, I get what they're kind of saying sure 
But I kind of feel like this is more of an expanded uh, version of the tortoise and the hare. Kind of like what you were talking about, King. With, well, why is the rabbit unafraid? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like how this movie title, it kind of in line with everything else. This whole movie is like a foreshadow. It yeah. kind of foreshadows. Yeah. Uh, itself in its own way, and it can be interpreted in a bunch of different ways, and it really does tie into what happens in the movie with our main characters. Without the bear, I wouldn't watch this movie. Oh, no, without, without yeah, it wouldn't I work. I wouldn't watch it. It yeah. wouldn't work. Mm-hmm. But, same with you, man. 7.5 out of 10. Right. I really enjoyed this movie. Like I said, I came in with very low expectations the first time I came to this movie, and I was hooked. I loved it. Like I said, the score from Goldsmith, Anthony Hopkins, Baldwin, it all worked for me. Yeah. I love the isolation factor. That's a thing that I love. I was going to say, the outdoor wilderness isolation yeah, is where yeah, it absolutely connects with you. It does. Yeah. To me, it's not so much isolation because there's, you know, not just one. You're out in the open and shit. Mm-hmm. Well, there's more than one. But you're separate. You're segregated from everything else, mm-hmm. you know. So, But no, yeah, absolutely. I know without right. a doubt that uh, that has an effect with that. But all right, well, so uh, recent watches. We got anything going on here? I watched Doctor Sleep. Ah, stunning sequel. Yeah, it was good. Okay, I have a few qualms. I'm not. Yeah. Gonna, we're, no spoilers. Oh no. But um, I have a few qualms. But mm. overall, the goods outweigh the bad. Watch it. Nice. Yeah, if you like The Shining, this is a definite watch. Right. Don't go in expecting The Shining. No. No, 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 you can't. This but, is this is Danny Torrance. But you'll get story. a payoff. Yeah, you will. You'll you'll get but a lot of homages. Go in not... expecting The Shining. <laughs> you kinda you kinda go in not expecting the shining, but you you appreciate parts. Yeah. Know. Yeah, and I'm with Watching you. it, you know, I kind of actually forgot about the shining. In the middle of it, it it, 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 it it captivated me enough to where I was like, shit, oh yeah, this is a fucking Shining sequel. It's, it's an expansion. <laughs> it's know? its own entity, though. You, I mean, you yeah, know, a non-Shining fan could watch this movie and be satisfied. I feel. Oh, absolutely. This would captivate to a new audience, you know. Sure. They'll watch it and they're like, oh shit, I, need, I, go, want to see I need to go watch The Shining. Good point. Yeah. You know, so. oh, yeah. It's hard for us to see from that point of view because we've seen it. You know? Right. Yeah, it's a staple. It's sure. like the kids that watch Star Wars Episode 1, 2, and 3 before they watched 4, 5, and 6, you know? <laughs> no, I, I enjoy Doctor Sleep. <laughs> um, I think I'm coming in at a 7 out of 10 on it. Um, it's not The Shining. Ewan McGregor is exceptional in this. Uh, Rebecca Ferguson, who played oh. Rose the Hat, she's a good villain. Oh, yeah. She's hot. I don't know. No, how she's to, hot. I, okay, you agree. She's okay. hot. Yeah. yeah, I had... She was... For a dirty old gypsy, yeah, this Irish gypsy, yeah, yeah, yeah. She, it worked. We're giving ratings on this, huh? Oh, I'm giving my rating. Okay, well, I will give mine. All I'm right, an eight point five on this. Nice. Yeah. Okay. What about you, Lord? I said, what did you say? Seven point five. Se- I'm a seven. Seven. I'm a yeah. seven. I'm about a seven point five. Nice. I, it's. It, I do enjoy. Uh, well, maybe an eight. Maybe an eight because wow. it's because it is that good. I mean, a lot of the good outweighs the bad. There's only a certain. I don't want to spoil anything. There's only a certain amount of things that I have an issue with, and and see, and that's a but. It, but me. it's a classic, you know. So you gotta be, you gotta gingerly 
watch your steps, you know, and don't fuck up the original. Right. Tread lightly. Right. I'll be honest with you, man. You are coming in way, way higher on this. Oh, man, it's good. I, Dude, I that figured line the story me. was fantastic. It's great. I really thought I wouldn't, Why wouldn't be I able to connect with the really? Abra character. Like no, I didn't. That's, I, that's okay. No, I liked it. I thought yeah. it was good. I thought it was really good. The girl that played she her, well. I can't remember her name. She was really good. She was yeah. really good in this movie. Yeah, definitely check it out. I enjoyed that eight. a lot. Eight, okay. eight out of ten. Eight like out of that. ten. Eight point five. I'm gonna I'm blow my seven. load because I'm not so much as fa- a big a fan as the original as you guys are. I think, and then we'll eventually get around to that. I guarantee. Yeah, there's no doubt yeah, that we can't yeah. eventually not talk about the original. Might make a month of it, but. Yeah. Uh, I, man, this sequel, it it really it really plays plays hard. It's for me. entertaining. I watched it and then I watched it six hours later. Wow, I did. Yeah. I watched something. it again. Wow, yeah. Like I said, so, man, you are way bigger on this than I thought yeah, you'd be. Yeah, I was like, I, I, just wanted, I just wanted to catch everything. If if you are the shining <clears throat> purist, there is one scene in particular. Not giving anything away at all. There's a division there. Yeah, with people. Yeah, clearly. And I'm part of the line, <laughs> and that surprises me with your rating. Well, it's it, that's how much value yeah, you put on everything else. Yeah, that's that's yeah. okay, cool, man. I dig it. Now I enjoyed dude. I it. did a report on The Shining in fifth grade. I did a movie review of The Shining in fifth grade. Wow, it was awesome. Hell yeah, Jeff Jones. You can ask him at Classic Plastics Toy Store. Um, he will vouch. He was there actually. <laughs> he saw because we were in fifth grade. Yeah, um, drive old poster cutout. I don't know about no. We didn't. Have, I didn't have okay. any of that. But I did cool. do a movie review, and he and he like reminded me of, of it. No, I can't remember. Oh. He he reminded me of it. Nice. <laughs> I was like, dude, are you serious? Like, so yeah, dude, it was so awesome. awesome. I was like, yeah. I mean, that, that would have been done, something I did back in the day. Oh yeah, that is so awesome. But yeah, so check it out. Eight point mm-hmm. or eight and eight. Sorry, Jesus mm-hmm. Christ. Wow. <laughs> eight out of ten. <laughs> Something I got too. It was it's it's streaming on Amazon Prime. It's been here for a minute, and Janelle and I we've been talking about it. And it was the uh, John Travolta movie, The Fanatic, directed oh, by God, Fred Durst. Uh, here's <laughs> he gonna do now. <laughs> yeah, there is a shameless Limp Biscuit plug in this movie. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, it's just kind of like it's Fred Durst loves himself. Oh, man. I'll tell you. Here's the thing. If you want to see John Travolta do something completely fucking different from anything he has ever done before. And now for something completely different. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Give this a shot. Uh, Janelle and I, we both agreed the movie itself was pretty much shit. Right. You know, Fred Durst is not the next great American director or anything. Uh, Have you seen it, Dave? I've seen enough of it. Okay. All right. <laughs> so you I saw the credits. Okay. I've seen enough of it. I, I watched the whole thing. I watched the whole thing. Uh, but Janelle and I, we agreed. The movie was shit. She loved Travolta in this. I was very, yeah. Okay. Right on. I, I thought he was a little inconsistent. There was moments, obviously, that I thought were good. But as a whole, I, I'm at a five on this. If yeah. you just want to see Travolta do something totally different in a whacked out fucking wig, yeah, I'm means. definitely not out trying to rush to go see this movie. Yeah, actually, don't. Um, I, don't I've rush. seen the trailer. If you stumble sucks. upon it and you're just kind of like, eh, yeah, right. Sure. I have no interest in reconnecting with where I shut it down. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put it that way. You did not or, remember where you left off, right? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> and 
It doesn't interest me to try and figure it out either. All right. I hear you, man. Okay, Hitchhiker shout-outs. This one comes from Tommy McRae from Coolville, Ohio, by way of Facebook. He suggested another 1997 movie for us to review. Breakdown, directed by Jonathan Mostow with Kurt, Kurt Russell. Russell. Yeah, yeah, Catherine Quinlan, J.T. Walsh. I, I think J.T. Walsh, he's so I, cool. He's he is. Everything that's yes. good, dude. Yep. The negotiator. Perfect actor. Perfect character actor, yep. But uh, I, I think this is a really solid pick, to be honest with you, Tommy, and I enjoy this movie. But in all seriousness, we really do need to do something with Kurt Russell soon like, because we have not, yeah. somehow, we have not done a Kurt Russell movie. And to me, that's just, that's very alarming. Hmm. Yeah, I'm offended. Maybe, with that. maybe we'll change that. We'll get her on that. Yeah, we need to get on that. Like in a hurry. All right. All right. Yeah. And uh, if you guys are in uh, Parkersburg, West Virginia, March 7th and 8th, Come down to the uh, Parkersburg Art Center and give some love to your boys here at Nostalgia Highway Podcast and King Art. King yep. Art, we'll we got, we got a little gimmick set up there with some artwork and some, you know, business cards and flyers and yeah, know, come maybe see some us. gimmicky shit that you might want to check out or just have a chat with us. Absolutely, we're check approachable. And there's all kinds of toys and yeah. other vendors there, and it's going to be a blast. Axel Jim Duggan's going to be there. Axel Jim Duggan, give a big ho. There you go. That never gets old. No. No. Never will. Yeah, come on down. Come see us. Come talk to us. And uh, again, Whorehound Weekend Reminder. Sharonville Convention Center, Cincinnati, Ohio, March 20th to 22nd. Robert Englund, Tony Todd, Sam Raimi, Michael Rooker, and tons of other guests are going to be there. And that list is growing by the day. So email or message us via Facebook or Twitter if you'd like to meet and greet with the NHP boys. We'll be partying it up at the after party. Oh, yeah. That's probably where we'll do the meet and greet yeah. as yeah. well. So. Yeah. That's usually some beer. Saturday. We still haven't got a musical guest yet. No, we haven't. Hopefully it'll be announced sucks. by the time this podcast releases. But I hope so. That'd be nice. The uh, What is it? The Master of Ceremonies is a yeah. female... Pennywise, the clown character. That oh, I mean, she looks pretty legit. She's got her top she quality like a, a makeup. Pennywise. I don't think she's seductive, but she's pretty wicked looking. Cool. She might be interesting to you know chat with for a second. Hell yeah, awesome. And just have to mention this before. Well, I think with the next couple of days, I think on the twenty second after this comes out. It's our one-year anniversary from the time we released episode one. One year. Nostalgia Highway. Well, we need to fill up on gas. Love some confettis. Yeah. Return to Oz from 85. That was the number one, man. We reviewed Return to Oz. Yeah. Sure did. It was your pick. It was. That was was, was a cane pick. I'm a year older since that, and I've forgotten some shit. (laughs) All right. It's been a minute. Yeah. I hope year. I didn't fuck it up. <laughs> don't don't listen back and find out. Don't listen out. back because yeah, that was yeah, our first by all episode. Means start. Our our first. You could start at episode like seven. I think it's uh, Pet Cemetery. Oh, Stephen start King on month. that. Yeah. Start on Stephen King month. We started hitting our stride. Yeah, a bit. we started hitting it better. Yeah, check those check those ones and beyond. If you want the other to, ones, if you want to see hear some bloopers and uh, shitty podcasts, I don't yeah. know, you know. You want to hear some B sides? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We were just trying to cut it. Yep. <laughs> trying to make it work. Yeah. We we're figuring shit out. Hell yeah. We're still trying to figure shit out. But yeah. Oh, yeah. fun. Hope you guys are enjoying it too. All right, hitchhikers. Well, this concludes our review of The Edge from 1997. Whoosh. 
<laughs> we hope you all enjoyed our in-depth analysis of this rugged wilderness action adventure. You can find us on Facebook at Nostalgia Highway Podcast and be on the lookout for new announcements and updates. And be sure to also visit the King Art Facebook page that is linked to the NHP page where you can find an amazing variety of artwork from the King himself. A plethora. A plethora? A cornucopia, if you will. (laughs) I'm holding out on some new stuff for everybody. You better be. Trying to do too much all at once. You talented mofo. <laughs> I don't usually try and do five things at once, but like I just decided to do something different and work on five things at once. Uh, that's why there's been a bit of a drought. <laughs> there you go. That's all right. It's coming. You can also email the show at nostalgiahighwaypodcast at gmail.com, and our Twitter username is at HighwayNHP, so there's all kinds of ways to reach us. So feel free to ask us a question, comment, anything at all you got on your mind. We would love to hear from you. Unless it's whether the lighthouse is a horror movie or not. Oh my God, we're we're back here again. It's beating a dead horse hour. We're, we're at that <laughs> yeah, point. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> well, join us next time where we will review. That was. What did you say? Weird. I don't know. A lot of snow coming in here. Talking anyway. I can't see shit. Let me turn on the wipers. <laughs> Weird. All right, well. The weather is inconsistent. Yeah. And inclement. It's getting kind of nasty. You're right, inclement. Yeah. Yeah. I got slick tires. Adverse conditions. (laughs) Shit. My weather app is telling me to stay home. You got a wintry mix. (laughs) All right, on behalf of the Lord Ketchum and Dave King of the Road, I am your host, the Mayor Matt Logson, and we thank you once again for hitching a ride along with us, and we will pick you up next time out on the highway. He's a Welshan. Yeah, just like me. That's where my family's from. Yeah, oh, cool. Yep, me too. Welsh Irish. Right on. That's, why get, that's why we get along so well. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> I'm a little German, a little Irish. That's why I'm a bit of a dickhead. I'm a little bit of German. See, Dad, that's my dad's side's that. German. Hey, yeah. hey, oi. A bit of a dickhead over here. Hey. That's why we get along so good. All right. It works. <laughs> All right, edit cut. <laughs>